that. You brought in a turkey. Grandma would never have a turkey, you monster. You know, great grandpa's rolling over at his grave. But another thing also is these holiday experiences, these are, are rituals. And rituals yes. create stability and a foundation mm-hmm. for us. So you've got this ritual and all of a sudden, this thing that has been an aspect of your foundation of this strength and security and warmth is being upset. And it's an untethering, unmooring effect on us emotionally. You may be one choice away from a thriving marriage. Welcome to the Operation Thriving Marriage Podcast with Brian and Jennifer Hartman. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Operation Thriving Marriage Podcast. So happy to be here and in the studio with my very handsome husband, Brian. Well, thank you. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We're really excited to be sharing with you. And this time, we want to talk a little bit about holiday expectations. Or unexpectations, as the, the case may be. And you've probably heard us talking about or heard about our uh, key word there, unexpectations, meaning these are expectations that are unshared, unvoiced, maybe unreasonable. Um, and what were some of those things that you might have had that were in the, falling into that category? And it's interesting just this time of year, right? Because it's a trope now. It's like, oh my gosh, got to go see the in-laws. Oh, we're going for the holidays and something bad's going to happen. It, I mean, fortunately, it, elections are done for a while. We um, midterm elections are done, so hopefully politics doesn't have to be a conversation around the table. But oh, something... but it will be. It will be. <laughs> it's just interesting how many conflicts we hear about, how many conflicts we see on TV. It just seems like the movies, holi- the movies you know, everything. all these things even fictionalized to just kind of capitalize on what we all experience in families. Yeah, they actually have whole movies. I'm thinking of, uh, I think it was Tim Allen who did a movie Christmas with the Cranks, and the whole movie was about just family conflict during the holidays. And that was one of the things, I mean, for you and I, holiday conflict, that was probably the biggest fight you and I have probably ever had. As contrasted with the fight from last week that didn't even get off the ground, which is I'm having coffee, haven't finished my coffee yet. You get up in the morning and I say, I love you, babe. And then you say, I love you more. And I'm like, I'm not even caffeinated enough to have this fight. So we're going to just <laughs> let this one go. But I do love you more. Well, yeah, that's that's not true. Um, and we can judge that objectively. However, oh. you know, now that we're being ridiculous with this stuff. But really, um, you and I, during our premarital counseling, we got into quite a tiff about the holidays. And it wasn't even the holidays that we were during the conflict. But because we had this posed to us through premarital counseling, it was a great thing. So I won't keep you in suspense any longer. The argument was over how much money were we going to be spending on gifts for members of the family? And you'd never think that that would be a thing. And I think that we had this conflict conversation. And I mean, you're saying argument or fight and obviously nothing physical, nothing knockdown, drag out. But it was just like, wow we were coming at this with very different ideas and very different perspectives on it. And we were still learning how to resolve conflict, which is probably one of the reasons it lasted so long. But it it was days over. I mean, it wasn't like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's work it out. It was something that you and I, I don't know. I mean, I think it just kind of dropped off and we adjusted fire, as it were, when the holidays came up after we got married. But that was something that it was really difficult for us to 
to get through. And it was really, I, I think, a clash from clash caused by that is between what your family of origin did when you were growing up versus what my family of origin was doing. And I think that if I'm remembering the fight, it was like, I, I don't want you know, anybody to feel snubbed here, you know, by or have us look like we're being cheap or something like that. Yeah, it was interesting, just all the different values and variables. And for you guys listening, that that's one of the things that makes these conflicts so difficult, right? They're unshared expectations. They're these expectations that have developed and it's been a part of your life, your whole life. Mm -hmm. You've always done this for the holidays. This has been your normal, so much so that it just, you expect that to be everyone's experience, how you do it. So it's an unshared expectation because it's so ingrained in you. This is how holidays are done, how they've always been done, how they always should be done. And you've got this as just part of who you are and what you've done your whole life. And it comes from that family history and family expectations, parent expectations, or parent unexpectations, or family unexpectations, as the case may be. Yeah, and they're so deep inside us, right? Where it just, this is really, it tinges on so many memories that are attached to so many emotions that when you bump up against this, the emotion triggers, and whether it's a positive or negative emotion, it's causing you to think this is how things ought to be. So if, you know, you always had a Christmas ham and then your spouse shows up with a Christmas turkey, oh my gosh, you've ruined my holiday because I have all of these pleasant, warm memories tied to this meal where there was this ham in the middle of the table. And we know that when you look at it, it's not going on right now, though maybe you're having this conversation right now because you're getting ready for the Thanksgiving meal. But we know that it's just an entree, but so much of that is tied to these deep-seated emotions and memories that it can really create a lot of strong emotions in the moment as you're working through it. You brought in a turkey. Grandma would never have a turkey, you monster. You know, great-grandpa is rolling over at his grave. But another thing also is these holiday experiences, these are, are rituals. And rituals yes. create stability and a foundation mm -hmm. for us. So you've got this ritual and all of a sudden this thing that has been an aspect of your foundation of this strength and security and warmth um, is being upset. And it's an untethering, unmooring effect on us emotionally mm -hmm. because this is just so much. It's kind of like getting up in the morning and you traveled and you forgot your toothbrush. So now you have to wait or go call down to the, to the hotel to get a fresh toothbrush or whatever. Your whole morning is thrown off because your morning ritual is thrown off. Well, in this, your holiday season gets thrown off and it affects how you feel about yourself, about your family and about the world because of these rituals that are grounding for us. And sometimes too, it's things that you're not even thinking of consciously because sometimes it's a particular dish, side dish, dessert, even if grandma passed away many years ago, if she always made that, that can still be a nice connection to grandma. But if that gets upset, you, you don't necessarily know why you're upset, but you are. And of course, these things too can change 
as you're facing different seasons of life. And this is if family members or you yourself end up moving out of state. This can happen if someone passes away. This can um, happen, some of these disruptions, if you have a family member who gets married and that family member is opting to not spend this particular holiday with this side of the family. Or having children where mm-hmm. everything's been going smooth when it's just been the two of you. You've had your routine. We're going here. We're going there. We're doing this and that. And then all of a sudden now there's a child and us as adults and parents are now reliving our holiday experiences thinking, oh my gosh, I want my child to have sure. this. Mm-hmm. So it's just, or maybe I don't want my child to have this particular experience or thing. So Absolutely. understood, understood. Yeah. And it really can fire us up. And these things can really be detrimental to a marriage because they're so ingrained, so unemotional. And it can really affect um, how we interact with not just each other, but with children, if we have them, with our parents, the whole thing. And then, well, now my parents are mad because we're not doing this. And so now I've... you're taking it from both ends here. You've got your parents mad at you because of something. You've got your spouse mad at you because of something. And you just feel like you're caught in the middle and being pulled like this tug of war rope. And sometimes, too, it's not even articulated, you know, what the problem is or what the issue is and why are you upset or why am I upset? And we just don't know. But it's always important to deal with these unexpectations when it comes to the holidays. And I think the first and the most important step in regards to this is just understanding and knowing your marriage is more important than holiday plans. And I can't say that enough. That's so important. And it's important for us to also make sure that the goal has to be strengthening the marriage. And we just need to make sure that we're not misordering our priorities. So we we don't want to put our parents or our traditions or our kids ahead of our spouse. And friends, this is a difficult thing especially when you have a lot of expectations on yourself or things that you have preferences to do, but it's important to talk to your spouse and have them come alongside you so that you're having these conversations, hopefully not in the heat of the moment, but hopefully ahead of time so that we can talk these things out and figure out what's important to your spouse, what's not important to your spouse, and what how we can kind of coordinate these things in the best way possible while keeping the marriage first. And acknowledge those external forces too and mm-hmm. say, hey, okay, I want to be honest with you right now. I'm getting a lot of pressure from mom and dad or our children are really pushing for this because they saw it on some Hallmark movie or whatever. It's like the children if they're hanging this. out with your mom, they're watching the Hallmark movies. Absolutely they are. Um, they, they're wearing the Hallmark movie socks too, but that's another right. thing. Or even like when we get when you get to that point where now children are moving out, and now they're thinking about okay, what's that going to be like? So now you've got them pushing again. That's one of those changes where it's going to push on those expectations. Um, so first, we've got to, like you said, we've got to identify and make sure that we're valuing our marriage over all these other things. It's just secondary to our relationship. Second thing is just think through and identify, why is this so important? What, why is this issue important? And it goes for both spouses. You know, the, usually in a situation, one spouse want, is the positive, meaning I want to do something, they're pushing forward, they're the action-oriented one, and the other spouse is like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, the spouse, again, going back to my illustration earlier of the Christmas ham versus Christmas turkey, 
the spouse that really wants the Christmas ham, you need to understand why is that ham important to you? Mm -hmm. Why are you bringing this up? But the spouse that doesn't want the ham, you need to acknowledge what's going on. Why are you getting spun up about the Christmas ham? Why are you getting spun up about this? And why are you, you don't have to participate in every fight you're invited to. Isn't that Why are you participating in this one? Why is this something that you are digging your feet in, saying, no, we're going to do this? It's important for both of you because you both have unexpectations that are going on here. And you can't just expect, well, the one that is not getting their way right now has to adjust their expectations. You both sure. need to look at this. And why is this affecting you emotionally? And what is the expectation? What And why is that expectation important to you? And sometimes it's difficult to identify this because if your answer is going to be, well, we've just always done this, or I did this growing up with my family all the time, that's just not enough. And just kind of think about this too, just as to what is this particular action representing to you? And again, sometimes it's going to be a positive or negative where you really want to do something or you really don't, or maybe it's something that you're just thinking of second nature where it's like, well, we've always done this, but it's not necessarily important to you. Just So just kind of think about what some of those rankings are. So is this something that would be part of a ritual that provides stability or connection for you? Is this something that it makes you feel safe and gives you some of the warm, fuzzy feelings? Uh, are, are you experiencing some positive nostalgia about some of this? Um, is, is there some sort of a value that this decision, no matter what the decision is, that that would somehow represent? Yeah. And as you figure this out and you understand, okay, this is why this is important. This is the um, this is the connection, the emotion that is connected to this. Communicate that to your spouse. It's not enough just to say, I want this and we've always done whatever, but hey, I want you to know that this Christmas ham makes me feel connected to my history, to my heritage, to my family. I remember grandma always coming out with this and then when grandma couldn't cook it anymore mom and dad did this sure. and it was always this experience and it makes whatever that emotion um is tied to you need to communicate to the spouse tell them everything whether i mean the good and the bad hey i don't want to have a christmas ham because you've got to understand this experience this one year the christmas ham was so awful yes. and the whole family blew up about it and we ended up going get Chinese food because those are the only restaurants open on Christmas and it right. was a horrible experience and everyone was mad. So be completely transparent, com completely honest. Again, that naked and unashamed where your spouse reveal what's going on deep down so that they can understand this. And, and I don't think I, I, I told you about this, but I've got a little bit of a lawyer argument hack and I'll tell you what it is. It's if you're just sitting at a table or sitting on the couch or standing and having an argument about this, uh, you're going to want to end that argument in, in a positive way. So you might want to go on a walk because it gets you moving and it gets you not staked down um, just into that. Yeah. And as you're having this conversation, you as the spouse listening, mm -hmm. it's just as important how you listen as how they communicate to you. And you hear us talk about that a lot. Not only do you need to speak in a way your spouse wants to listen to you, 
You need to listen in a way your spouse wants to speak to you. You need to communicate love and openness so that you are communicating, I want to hear this and I accept you and I accept your emotions and I love you and I want to know the whole story about why this is. This is something that in the midst of conflict, working through this, you're going to build that intimacy that leads to that thriving marriage you desire. And I think the the final thing to do is make that decision together. This shouldn't be something where one of you is just calling the shots and just being uh, terribly uh, domineering as this. It's it's an issue that you're working through together. It's not this conflict uh, that's between the two of you. I always say that it's when it comes to spouses, it's not you arguing at each other um, and having a big problem. It's you're going shoulder to shoulder and working out the uh, issue or the decision that's in front of you. And I think it's also important to focus your decision not on that immediate result, but the values it communicates about you and your marriage and your family. Unpack that a little bit more, Jen, because I think that's really important because I think a lot of people listening right now, um, they get that we need to make this decision together and that we're a unit, but it's not just, I mean, we often get caught up in the tyranny of the urgent, okay, I need to make this decision for this moment. Unpack more what you mean by that idea of the value the decision communicates and the long-lasting effect that one decision will have. I think some of that has to do with um, just dealing with, for example, the extended family. And if it's something where you feel like you've got to people please because you've got to really spread yourselves thin and end up having a horrible day because you're going to multiple homes and maybe you're driving great distances to get to them, that doesn't communicate something good about you and your family. It's communicating, I'm just people pleasing to get to all of these events. I'm not really having fun. The kids aren't having fun. My spouse isn't having fun. But just being able to communicate, we love and value each other. We love and value extended family and friends, but we can only do so much. And we want to communicate that value to others that we don't want to be rushed. We don't want to have... um, a bad experience that ultimately pours over and makes it a bad experience for everyone. So maybe we're adjusting things in such a way where we're going to see family members perhaps on different days or not in such a short period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Or even things like the amount of money you choose to spend on your children or the types of gifts you guys choose together to spend. That can be, I mean, for us, that was our fight, right? Right, That was it. Um, what are we what are you communicating to your children about the kinds of things you know so in our family that week is the absolute most expensive week of the year because oh my goodness we've got additional things my birthday is on the 20th and our daughter's birthday is on the 22nd. So you've got the 20th, the 22nd, and the 25th. And, and let's not forget the 21st, which our family is dubbed in between day between your birthday and between our daughter's So birthday. we've got birthday, in between day, birthday, Christmas Eve, Christmas, all this stuff happening at one time. And for those of you that share December birthdays with um, our we daughter and I, um, you know how difficult it be sometime where the your sibling gets birthday presents and then they also get Christmas presents but then you have birthday and Christmas so close and what's being communicated about the presents the combo platter so whatever it is every decision you make is communicating a value and you need to decide that together and remember in every conflict situation you have in your marriage there is no 
winner or loser. This is not me against you, husband against wife. This is us together making a decision and resolving a disagreement. Absolutely, because I feel like in in the argument, nobody wins. You you both end up losing because you've been pitted against yourselves like that. But I, I just think at the end of the day, we just have to remember during the holiday season being Thanksgiving, Christmas, even rolling into New Year's when you've got some extra time off, emotions can run so high. Yes. Um, and there's just so much stress that can happen because you're inundated with expectations, not just from your spouse, but from your kids, extended family members. I, I, you know that even when we've been uh, doing some traveling, kind of getting to your mom for Thanksgiving uh, over the years, it's like I've even had expectations on me from clients who are calling the day before Thanksgiving and I'm on my cell phone with them. Right. Oh, and so. the thing that bugs me the most is the expectations from the advertisers. Oh, you sure. Know, and I can't help. We are. As much as, I mean, we've pulled the plug. We try to avoid commercials because they're irritating and they interrupt our show. But um, also, it's, I feel that pressure sometimes. And I have to stop and think to myself, it's like, okay, no, I don't really deserve a new car. And I'm not a bad husband or a bad father because there's not a new whatever sitting in the driveway with a big red ribbon on it. But I feel that pressure from the advertisers as well. And that's something that I need to process every year. And I think something that that you can feel pressure from as well, just calling it out for what it is, is seeing happy families celebrating. And people aren't always happy all the time. And it's not that people aren't enjoying themselves. But of course, there's going to be potentially conflicts between kids, siblings, cousins, adult family members. And again, it doesn't have to be this knockdown drag out, but don't let the holiday advertisements that are showing you this big, happy family where everybody's good to go on camera. Of course, we all know these are actors and they're getting paid. I don't know. Would family members be happier if they were getting paid by somebody? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Could could be. I think as we head into this holiday season, remember, Thanksgiving is there for us to celebrate our thankfulness for what we have. Yes. If you're not more thankful for Thanksgiving and as you're leading up to it, you're probably missing the mark. Mm-hmm. Christmas is there for us to celebrate God sending his son into the world to step in as his ultimate defeat of Satan, sin, and death. And the presents remind us of God's gift. If you're not remembering that, if it's becoming the hustle bustle of the consumerism holiday season, you're probably missing the mark. Focus on what the holidays are for and focus on your marriage. Remember, it's more important than the traditions, the expectations, um, all those things of this holiday season. You decide as a couple how you will celebrate what God has done in your family and marriage. And as you model that, you'll show the world what God is doing in you. You'll show your children, your extended family. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. It's been great. And don't forget to rate and subscribe on whatever podcast service you're using. Jen and I started Operation Thriving Marriage to help couples and churches take marriages from merely surviving to thriving. We've got our book, we've got a blog and resources for our coaching ministry, and you can bring us out for an Operation Thriving Marriage experience. For more information, go to operationthrivingmarriage.com. That's operationthrivingmarriage.com.